What's up, ladies and gentlemen? You have tuned in live to the Fly Sports and Entertainment Podcast in all the land. This is Stat Lines Matter. I am your host, Mark E. Stewart. And as always, I'm here with my partner in crime, Mr. Rob Hunter Jr. How are you doing today, my boy? What up, my guy? Man, you know, we got to get together and we got to recap the NFL. You know how we do it. Um, I know you watched the games. I know you were in front of football all day yesterday as I was. Um, I have to start. It always pains me to start with Green Bay because I hate Green Bay so much as a Chicagoan. And that's, you know what I did? Just as a side note, I removed all other hate, <laughs> all other teams and, and schools. And, you know, I used to hate the Cardinals and I used to hate the Knicks and the Pistons, you know, for obvious reasons. I focused all that hate on Green Bay. I literally sit there and just focus on them losing and they never lose. They seem to always find a way to win. Yesterday was no exception. Uh, they got a lead and then all of a sudden Baltimore started to battle back and they still found a way to win. What was your take on how did you feel about the kid, the young kid? Because I didn't know a lot about that kid, Tyler Huntley, coming into the game. How did you feel about his play? And do you see any future for him or is he like a kind of a backup guy? No, I think, well, first off, you know, in reference to your uh, devoting your energy, maybe reverse it. Like maybe start to root for them and just see how that works. No. Like if you root no. for Green Bay, well, rooting against them, they got three straight NFC. Since, since Matt LaFleur took over, they have three straight NFC titles. Uh, you know, I'll I, I, I probably just – I'm just saying sneakily try it. You don't have to tell anyone that's what you're doing. Just pump the fist every time they do something great, and maybe it may go left. Maybe they, it may reverse it. That's all I'm saying. But to answer your question – God Tyler, doesn't want that for my life. So, so okay, do you, so you think he wants Green Bay to, to win? I mean, that's happening in your no, life. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I said what, what God wants for my life is to be against Green Bay. Now the outcomes, I don't know. I don't know. He just wants he wants me to be against them. I don't know about anything else after that. God, God, God didn't put that on me. God put in your heart, just like in my heart, the gift of business. Exactly, you know, he gave gift of of hatred towards Green of, 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 of strong dislike. God okay. wouldn't give me hate. I added the hate myself. He I just mean, gave I'm, me the dislike. So so watching Tyler Huntley yesterday, it was a bit. Uh, it was a bit. It was a bit surprising just simply because you have a guy. I mean, of course, I watched him a little bit at Utah State. Um, he was this kind of quarterback. Um, incidentally, he's the was first. Was he Utah or Utah State? He was a Ute Utah or State. whatever Utah State Utah is. State, okay. The red, the red guy. Yeah, the red guys. So I think. The, you know, that's Utah. Yes, right. Utah, that's right. You're right. Yeah, Utah, yeah, yeah, State Utah, Utah State blue. is blue. Yes, yeah, that's right. So the the red team, the, the, the Utes. <laughs> the Utes, yeah. The Utes are the Utes are red. Um, yeah, I, I mean, watching a guy. I mean, what's not to, to like? I mean, I think that if you throw two touchdowns and rush for two touchdowns, first player in Baltimore Ravens history, considering who you're coming in for, the guy that actually does that. Yeah, I think I think he did himself. Uh, uh, I, hey, look, okay, I tell you this. I think he did more than Taysom Hill has done for himself in the NFL. Like put him put more right. on film. Just in one game, so yeah, I mean, there, there's not a lot to dislike, and I think that Harbaugh did him a disservice and the rest of his squad. I mean, considering they've lost three straight games, and you have an opportunity to 
you know, to reverse the tide and, and, uh, and you know, and, and, and get in particularly with the backup quarterback and considering what you guys were facing, you had uh, injuries on the offensive line and, you know, coming in shorthanded and for Tyler Huntley to play that way, um, especially in the first half, got a lot of um, they couldn't stop him in the first half, particularly on third down. Uh, a lot of third down completion. So, yeah, I think I think Tyler Huntley is the for me the takeaway. Even though you know there was a two point conversion, I think that's the the third time in two weeks that he's done that. Uh, Harbaugh. So, yeah, I, I mean, there's not a lot to dislike about what happened with Tyler Huntley. But I mean, uh, Harbaugh inserted because you're at home, right? You, the momentum's going your way. You kick the extra point, and I think you just try to ride Tyler Huntley into an improbable victory. That's that's what I would have done. The yeah. analytics also say that too. The analytics don't say go for it, right? Go for two when you're an extra point away. They say go for two if you're down, say, 15, and you score that touchdown, which can cut it if you if you get the two-point version, which can cut it to seven. That's when the analytics say go for it. It don't say go for it when you're down seven and right. you need an extra point to tie it. So I heard people talking about the analytics. That's not what that's not what the analytics say. The analytics say you're down 15. You score the touchdown, you go for two, cut it to seven. Right. And then if you don't get it, you know that you need two more scores. There you, you go. You'll know what you need at that point, even though, you know Correct. what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, that, that ended up being a really good game to watch, but it wasn't a great outcome for a Bears fan. But what it did do, if you, if you uh, support Green Bay, is I think in a week where – you start to see some movement. You start to see some other teams lose. It gave them the inside track to where, you know, if things continue on, you're going to have to go through Lambeau to get to, uh, to get to the, to the, to the Super Bowl. And I think that's going to be tough when you look at all the other teams that are sort of competing are either warm weather teams or indoor teams and not used to, I won't say they're not used to, but they're not green Bay. It's not green Bay weather. So um, that'll be, how that ends up, you know, with the teams that are falling behind them. That'll be interesting to see how that ends up shaping up. The, uh, before this week's action, or actually the start this week's action, uh, Kansas City started uh, the week off playing the Kansas City, uh, playing the Los Angeles Chargers. And for the first time in a long time, Patrick Mahomes went off. Um, I think they're starting to crack the code on how to manage that, uh, what the defenses are giving them. And and running the ball and sort of taking what they're giving them in the run game until they have to come out of that and then start to bring safeties up and support the run and then he's cutting them up. You know, I think he threw for 400 and change, four touchdowns, had a big game. Kelsey had a big game. And much like Green Bay, that win, they were able to get that win, sit at home and watch everything play out. And now I feel like they have the inside track to uh, – the Super Bowl going through them in in uh, in Arrowhead. Um, yeah. Did you get a chance to see that game? Because I know sometimes midweek games are a little bit difficult for you because you got you know kids and <laughs> you got basketball. You got a, a varsity basketball player on your hands and playing at one of the top programs. Uh, shout out to Robbie the Third. I'm gonna just say my own shout out. But with that being said, did you get a chance to see that game or or uh, read up on it at all? Yes, I uh, watched it from the hospital bed. Um, during my uh, you want to you want to explain. I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you brought it yeah, up. Yeah. So, so yes. Yeah, so I had emergency, uh, and, uh, and what they call it appendicitis. Uh, mm. yeah. I had an appendectomy if, if, if we're going to uh, go with the correct medical term. 
And so I did. I watched it all the way until I believe it was 28 to 28. And uh, the uh, the anesthesia was still heavy on me. So but anyway, yes, I did watch the game. Yes. Mahomes, Mahomes uh, had uh, Mahomes. The whole offense had a big game, but particularly uh, Tyreek Hill. And you mentioned uh, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Also, yeah. But yeah, but 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 Tyreek Hill had a big game, too. <laughs> Um, and you know, to sit back and think about it, right. And we talked about this uh, a week ago with, with, when we had tab on and we asked, you know, we were, we were saying, you know, we, he asked us, I believe, who did we see as the favorite? And both of us said, Hey man, are we, we Mahomes is, se- is seemingly finding his way. Uh, they were three and four at one point during the season. Now they are 10 and four. Uh, they rattled off seven straight games i'm not a mathematician but that's that's that feel like seven straight and then 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 you had the uh the patriots on saturday night lose which vaulted them to the top of the uh, afc so they do have the inside track uh to 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 that you know the work the the much coveted home field advantage throughout uh the playoffs as do green bay green bay now seemingly has uh probably all for all intents and purposes you know close it out they got two home games to uh the, the next two games are two home games and their final games against detroit and they're six and zero at home uh this year so you 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 have what what's shaping up to be uh the 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 the, the qbs that have done it before and have, have continued to do it are rising what they always talk about right in december they're rising to the occasion in december the elements don't seem to bother them as much the moment's not too big. Muscle memory starts to take over. And, you know, uh, you had Mahomes go on the road. They they played they played in SoFi, right? Um, Mahomes yes. went on the road and and uh and took care of business in a game that, you know, the 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 the, the scoreboard was lighting up and and he had one more answer than they did. Yeah. And I think interestingly interestingly enough, I think Casey's defense is playing decent. Um, you know. Sometimes you can't judge off the point. Sometimes when they needed to get a, a stop, and maybe this Thursday game maybe was standing a little bit, but uh, Kansas City's playing better on defense, and I think that also gives them a good chance to uh, to go ahead and push and win the title. Um, speaking of quarterbacks that always do it and we're used to doing it, but didn't do it last night, there was a little bit of a stinker game that played on Sunday night, uh, the Saints against the Bucks. Um, I never – thought that I would see Tom Brady get zero points at home, no matter who he was playing for. Like, I always just assume he'll give you, especially in a game that it seemed like they were down by a lot, but they were in the game. Like, they could have come back and win that game, but they literally couldn't get anything going offensively. Now, they lost a lot of guys to injury, but you still assume, you know, Brady has that thing that Michael Jordan has had where you always assume that he will find a way to get the game. It just didn't play out that way yesterday. Yeah. Um, Brady, uh, first time he's been shut out in 255 games, 255 games. Um, but the saints have seemingly been his kryptonite, uh, Oh, and four against the saints. They, so that's two, since he's been in the division, which is two years, he's yet to beat them in the regular season. So, uh, wow. yes, that is pretty remarkable. Uh, so yeah, I um, you know, seeing you know, I believe he lost his two starting receivers in the first half. Uh, looks like he's lost Godwin for the season, 
with the uh, yeah. AC Altair. Um, and then Leonard Fournette uh, lost in the second half. Uh, you would still think they would at least be able to manage, you know, at least a field goal attempt, you know, a field goal to yeah. put up three. But, uh, but never fear. They play the Carolina Panthers next week. If Cam Newton is up on the center, you can go ahead and book. <laughs> you can go ahead and book that victory for Tampa Bay next week. So uh if if, if anyone, you know, would 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 deserve some sort of you know, uh clemency, if you will, or some sort of uh mulligan, it would definitely be him. Um and 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 also it was the first game, uh, I believe in six games, six or seven games this season at home where they were held under 30 points. They were held way under 30. Nobody saw that coming. Vegas probably made a, a ton of money off that game last night. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I think Vegas, I, mean, I think Vegas did well this week overall. Yes. Yeah. Vegas did very well, but yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't have, I, I know that I was trying to set my lineups and I, you know, I saw that they were playing at home in, in DFS. So I automatically started looking for Brady and grabbing his two receivers and, uh, you, you couldn't do it because that game was slated for the night slate. And I was playing the afternoon and the, uh, the late, late afternoon and the afternoon slate and that, that game wasn't available. So. You know, to your point or to my point, yeah, I mean, I, I just thought, you know, you're going to book at least three touchdown passes for Brady at home. Sure. And it just happened. So, uh, but next yeah, week. It's also, it's also a bad break for uh, Godwin because if I'm not mistaken, he's a uh, he's a free agent. And you do – it's two things that I think if you're an NFL player you don't want, whether you're going to the playoffs or not. You don't want late-season injuries because it means late-season surgery and off-season uh, – you know, uh, recovery and rehab and all that. And um, you definitely don't want it in the contract here because it, it muddies that conversation. He should be fine because there will be someone out there that would want him or even uh, Tampa Bay figuring out how to keep him. I believe, don't don't quote me on this because I, I didn't research this, but I think he's a free agent. I think he even might be playing, he might be playing on a tag right now too. I don't know. But yeah, um, if it, it is, yeah. if he is a free agent, that's that's a bad bad break. Um, one because he's going to be in surgery over Christmas. He's going to be rehabbing when he probably wanted to be on the beach uh, yeah. and relaxing and not being able to play in the uh, postseason to help his team win a Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, I mean obviously, yeah. And then but but the Bucks looks like they're going to get Antonio Brown back next week, so they'll be fine in that department. Um, assuming that is- assuming that he can stay on the field and not do anything. I don't know. Not yeah, fake any, well, uh, any more vaccinations. That's always the wild card. But uh, I think he's one of those guys uh, that when he feels like he's needed by, you know, someone like Brady, I think that that'll give him a sense of uh, accountability and a sense of wanting to step up because they need him to step up now. So it won't be, he won't be the third guy. He'll be a main guy. And I think that a lot yeah. of times when you feel that sense of inclusion, and you feel that sense of, hey, man, we need you to step up. They want to be – sometimes those guys want to be called upon and say, hey, yeah, I stepped up to the plate. I helped my team out. Um, you know, And it serves their it ser- – it serves their ego somewhat. Like, hey, I'm here for you. But I also you – know, it, it feels good to be needed. And he's, he'll be stepping in at the right time. Because when they when they were having all that success without him, you know, Godwin's got 98 catches well on his way with three games left to crushing 100, 100 catches again. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you're sitting back up with somebody like him, like, man, they 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 kind of moving on, <laughs> moving on without me. You know, and I think yeah, to him no, definitely. To, 
him being able to, you know, step back in, particularly, you know, in that role with his ability, uh, I look for him, you know, next week to probably have, you know, at least one touchdown and, uh, you know, probably above 70 yards catching. I mean, I don't, 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 don't necessarily quote me on that, but if you're playing prize, no, six, no, no. Yeah, I think I think those are it's reasonable too because it's like it's he's sitting back there with a quarterback who can do what he wants, you know what I right. mean, and go where he wants and and all that. So look for him to step up and 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 see increased numbers over the next couple of weeks. Uh, on Saturday night, there was a game. Uh, it was the Colts against the Patriots, and you alluded to this a little bit earlier that the Patriots were on a bit of a roll, and, and then all of a sudden, and I I remember looking at the line and going, why are the Colts? favorite even you know you get three at home but i'm like yeah. the way the pants were playing i was just like i didn't see it and then it was like almost like as soon as the game started oh you were like oh it's gonna be one of those games but and and the and the difference is the difference is you didn't have um brady over there for the patriots so you didn't have that same sort of sense that they're gonna find a way to bring this back and find a way to get this uh get this done they they really i don't know if the game was as close ultimately i just felt like the colts did to the pats what the pats have been doing to everybody else which was like be really physical they ran the ball um didn't get a lot from the quarterback but you didn't get the big mistake um that cost them the game and they were able to get past it and now all of a sudden you start thinking about the colts in the playoffs that run game, Jonathan Taylor, you know, what they do on offense and then that defense, you know, th that's always seems to be a formula for teams that can challenge. Now, I'm not saying they can challenge Kansas City, but I was kind of – I kind of written the Colts off, and now I have to kind of put them back in the mix based on things how things are going. Yeah. What was, yeah. Did, you, did you see that game? And, uh, and, and, and then also, I think it brought Mac Jones – Mac Jones reminded everybody he's a first-year player. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, and, and, Respectfully. and look, not a lot of first-year players have seven-game winning streaks, uh, which was snapped, obviously, last week. But um, sets up a huge showdown next week between uh, the Bills and, and the Patriots, um, which is, is – man, there's a lot of big games next week. There's the, the Bengals, Ravens. There's a lot of stuff on the line next week, and this is one of them. But, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that for the Colts, I think a, for a large portion, not necessarily – this season per se, um, even though at times, particularly earlier in the season, but they've made stuff harder than what they needed it to be. I mean, John, Jonathan Taylor, they they were they were giving uh, Hines uh, carries and and having him and giving him a whole series to play. And I'm like, why are they doing that? Why just give the ball to your number one pick, to your number one draft pick, and just see? And and they've been doing that over the last let's say five or six weeks. Yeah, true. Um, and, and he's been and he's been stepping up to the challenge. I, I, I it just it, it blew my mind why you were seeing Hines and then the other running back, which his name escapes me right now, um, why they were why they were going the other route. Um, but yes, uh, they are so so yes, the, the, they are actually built to your point. They are actually built for the playoffs. I mean, anytime you have a running game like that in a defense. Um, you know, in, de in defense travels and running games travel, you know, so they they're set up yeah. to right now. I'm looking at it, it says that uh, the the Colts are have an 80 81 percent chance to make the playoffs. So, uh, um, I mean, we'll definitely it looks like we'll definitely be seeing them. Um, things change fast from week to week, particularly with that 17th game. But 
um they seem poised to, it was a big win for them and they seem they seem poised to to uh to 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 at least make some noise in the early rounds yeah and i think um you know they got that offensive line shout out to quentin nelson uh, uh a nasty interior offensive lineman from notre dame i gotta shout him out he's one of my guys but once he got there and anchored that line they just got nasty they went from a they were a horrible unit and then they became a really good unit and you have a really good uh physical back that can get things done and as long as you don't put that game and start asking carson Wentz to do stuff because i still he's had a solid season still not a believer in him in clutch times i've seen him make some really dumb throws I think he will continue to do that. And I think if the coach is smart, they can turn around and get the ball to uh to the kid from Wisconsin and see where and see where that leads you. Um I, I, I do have to talk a little bit um about your Falcons. Not so much because of your Falcons, but because they played a uh playoff team or a team that I think has sort of worked their way at least back into the graphic of teams that can make the playoffs, and that's the 49ers. I want to talk a little bit about them because they're another team that in many ways has a has the formula to be able to make a run. Running game, it doesn't matter what running back they put back there, whether it's Wilson yesterday or or you know Mitchell the week before, weeks before, they have a solid running game. Jimmy G's whatever. We talked about that in the last week. But when you got Kittle. And you got those two guys, they're figuring out ways to get Debo Samuels, Samuels the ball and Brandon Ayuk. You know, those guys are making plays. And, you know, people talk about George Kittle, much more athletic player than your typical tight end. We see him and it brings back, you know, flashes of other types of tight ends. But I had there was a play yesterday where he got the ball like it was like a basically like a not a bubble screen, but it was like a quick screen out. Um, and he put the foot in the ground and turned it up before that defensive player could even make a move. And I was, like, really shocked on how quick and agile he was. And even with all that being said, he's still a really good blocker. And uh, he plays a game where if you could, you know, create a ideal tight end, he's the guy because he can he can play in a pass game and he can play in the run game. He helps him in the run game as well. Um, but they're, they're an interesting team, I think, as they move forward. They might have gotten a little too deep uh, in the hole, but with Arizona sort of playing back to the pack a little bit, it maybe opens it up for them to get one of those uh, coveted wild card positions. Eighty-four percent chance to make the playoffs. So they're in the convo. They're they're more than in the convo. So eighty-four. But they got to keep it going. They got to keep it going though. And they've won five of six games. Yeah. So you know when and again what we're talking about. It, you, take the name out of it. Take take the quarterback's name out of it. You start winning in December, at that kind of clip. You got an opportunity, and we've seen guys throughout the years, you know, Eli Manning barely, you know, get into the playoffs and find a rhythm and win and go on the road and win all your all those playoff games and then get to the get to the Super Bowl, and you know, take down and, and take down the whole thing. These things, these things have happened before. It's not uncharted territory. Jimmy Garoppolo, you say whatever you want. I mean, he was eighteen for twenty three yesterday. One touchdown. You got George Kittle, who is running over angry black people, which is always a plus. You know, we uh, <laughs> got, got Debo Samuel. You know, literally Deboing dudes when he gets the ball in his hand. I mean, he he is he is what Cordell Patterson on his best day wants to be. Is trying to be. That's Debo. I mean, you give it to him in the 
in the backfield you can get you can line up at the x he can line up at the z he can line up in the slot you can put him anywhere when he's got the ball in his hands and when when, when he's going good everybody goes good brandon Ayuk, it could be jeff wilson it could be elijah uh mitchell it could be whoever you know so yeah. so five of six is a real number but when you start doing that in december that's when because because the playoffs is all about momentum I mean, we know that. Yeah. And if if they kept if they and with Kyle Shanahan calling the plays, and you got a quarterback who's not turning the ball over, and you got a decent running game, and you got literally guys doing whatever it takes to win, you got guys lining up wherever you want them to line up. They it seemed like a very egoless team, and it's a team right that, that could you know you look around. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see them in an the NFC Championship game. No, it would it wouldn't shock me either. And I would also say they're they're built to be able to go to a Green Bay. It, like you said, it travels the way they play travels because they don't want to throw it. They're not trying to throw it 50 times a game no matter what. And when they do, they do a good job of getting it to Debo any type of way, bubble screens, handoffs, tosses, you know. Like I think what Debo's done, to your point about Cordero Patterson, is that he's mastered his work in the past game, whereas that's always been a bit of a bugaboo for Cordero. And I think much prompts to to your Falcons for being, I think the first team to figure out how to really use him and, and gain uh, like be able to take his skills and gain as a team, as a result of that, um, your Falcons were probably on the fringe. And I would guess that that loss yesterday kind of, you know, sealed the uh, fate uh, maybe not officially, but you know, essentially, for them this year uh just briefly is there anything that you feel as a fan you would like to see upgraded change to that put you in the right direction do you feel like you're close how do you feel about the coaching job any 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 positive that you're taking from this season at all no uh, and i know and, and you're not you're not supposed to have one word answers when you put on the, when you're doing a show or interview no i mean sometimes but, it's like but, that but no and you you know you know that i think they need to free matt ryan i think he needs to go to a different you know a different city go live in and with with a with 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 a with a uh a coaching staff and an offensive line that can you know give him some time to throw i i still think he's probably got a year or two left that if you put him with a team that has great weapons you know a team you know like let's say uh, the Vikings, for instance, you know, the Vikings have great weapons, not necessarily a Hall of Fame quarterback. Matt Ryan is a Hall of Fame quarterback. So if you give him right. you know, Thielen, you give him Jefferson, you give him Dalvin Cook, um, even the uh, the tight end Conklin has been making some plays. Um, I think that that's a team that's on the precipice of, a, of, you know, really good quarterback play that could that might be able to take it the whole way. You know, so I'm I, yeah, no, no. So so to answer your question, no, <laughs> I don't. Um, I would like for, you know, some 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 changes. And we talked offline about what they what they could and should be. But but uh, no, I, I haven't been inspired by Arthur Smith, the Prince of FedEx uh, this season. Listen, I, I my take is a little bit different. I think he has a team that is not very talented by NFL standards. Um, there are some players there, obviously. What's that? They're a reflection of the leadership. He's not. Well, I think they I think but I think they play hard for them and I think they've uh managed to be in games. I like listen, if they end up six and uh, what is it, eleven? You know, you gotta figure out this new seventeen. If they end up six and eleven, that's not impressive. 
But if I think if you get that team and they play sort of, you know, nine and eight ball, eight and nine ball, uh, when you look at that talent, I think that's uh, not a bad coaching job. Um, speaking of coaching jobs, I, I would like to quickly talk about the Dolphins jet game. Not a game that most people watched. I had my eye on this game because I'm a uh, I'm a Tua guy, and I wanted to really check in on Tua to see how he's doing because there's always I always feel like there's a narrative around Tua, like, and then the narrative builds about the guy, and then when you look at it, it's kind of not as what everybody said it was, but then nobody's gonna come back and go, well, maybe we had some of this wrong or whatever. Yesterday was a very typical Tua game in that he almost lost it for you, but he won it for you. And it was their sixth straight win. Um, I think since he's returned from injury, they lost three straight. All games they could have won, or at least two of them they could have won. And then they ran off six. Now, those six against pretty bad teams. Uh, but six wins is six wins. And they're still in the graphic for the playoffs, I think, sitting at seven and six, I believe, or seven and seven. Um, what what was your take on? Did you watch that game and see that comeback and see the flow of that game? Were you able to uh kind of check into that game because that game had a lot of had some twists and turns to it? Yeah, um, you know, I watched that game, I did watch that game, uh, and I watched uh Duke Johnson of all people get super loose, uh, on uh, you know, on the Jets defense, um. Yeah, I think Tua was late on a lot of those throws, uh, particularly in the first half. Uh, was pretty, pretty. Uh, I was I was surprised because the throws were there to be made. He just wasn't making them. Um, and then you had uh, you you know you had um, the Jets. Uh, something so I, like I you know it's a game that I think I believe that game ended thirty-one to twenty-four, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and, the, and they, well, he like, threw Tua threw the pick six just to refresh your memory. Tua. I think the Dolphins had the game. They had the ball in a seven-point lead in the fourth quarter That's looking right. to run the ball and get out of there. And then and Tua he, goes pick six. And it was an easy with pick about, six yeah. yeah, it was an easy walk-in, one that you or I could have made. Well, maybe you could have made I could have made it. But um, – and then tied the game, and then Tua came back in, responded, drove him down, got the touchdown, and then they uh, then the defense stiffened was up. That a, held was him. that the pass to the lineman? Was that the was that that play the pass to the to the offensive line or the defensive lineman uh, the little the little out route and he dove into the to the stands uh, afterwards? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, look, look. I, I watched a decent amount of that game. Um, I thought that uh, I thought that the Dolphins should have won it going away, considering you know the quarterback uh, play had been putrid with the Jets, and it just you know they just seemingly just it just would not, and they they would not go away. Uh, that game was tied for uh, uh, 17 to 17 in the, at the end of the first half. And I just thought that I thought that it would have been a, a better showing for Gusecki um, and also for, uh, for, for for Devontae Parker. But, you know, Tua didn't have his best didn't have his best game yesterday. The holes were there. The Jets defense was the Jets defense. But I, th- I think that Tua just didn't have uh, didn't ha- obviously didn't have his best day. And, it, and Duke Johnson was, was running the ball. Even Miles Gaskin averaged five yards a carry in that game. So, yeah. Um, you know, the, the run game was working, but I, he did miss some, some plays in, in the first half, and they are still alive at 7-7. Seven and seven. And I think I think in many ways, 
Tua might be playing for his next team or auditioning for his next team. Um, I think that Miami, I could be mistaken, but I think they still have some draft capital enough to go get Deshaun Watson. And I think the longer we go without hearing Deshaun's name uh, in an indictment in a sentence together, <laughs> the the more likely uh, it will be that he gets traded in the offseason, probably before the draft. And then we'll see if Miami or Philly, um, who also has some draft capital, will want to make a deal to bring him in. Because I think both of those teams would improve um, tremendously with Deshaun. Although I actually like Jalen and I like uh, two two Alabama quarterbacks. I think they they belong in the league, but Deshaun is on another level. And if he can uh, tone down the um, you know whatever little tugging action that he appreciates at the at the massage uh, parlor, if he can if he can get a handle on that weirdo fetish, I think uh, he'll be get back to playing some good football. Hey, the weirdo is that's subjective. You know, I mean that's hey. Hey, it's well, only weird to, did, to, to did you read? The, did you read the reports? <laughs> no, I didn't read the reports. It's weirdo. It's weirdo. <laughs> him and him and Crab might might need to hang out. Let's just put it that way. They like to they like to get rubbed on, and and uh, and they want the they want the extras. They want well, all the ups and extras. Well, if you asked if that move could be if, if Deshaun was in was was uh what got ended up in a Falcon. Uniform, look, Deshaun. We have plenty of massage parlors here. Plenty. So, so. Yeah, I think I think the two destinations that I look for him is Miami and the Eagles, just because they have a they uh, both of those teams have multiple first round picks. They have things that they can play with. Um, and Deshaun said he wants to go to Miami. And exactly, and, and and I know in Miami, he can. He can have himself a good time. He can get that thing tugged. They got plenty of tug, 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 tug. All the yeah, all the tug, all the tug you want. Um, (laughs) My Steelers and one of the just it was an ugly. If you like offense, it was just an ugly game. If you like defense and you know you know weather, Steeler weather, bear weather, all that. I I'm not a as a Steeler fan a bear bear fan. I'm not with all that. I don't like thirteen to nine games, but that's certainly what we got from uh, the Titans and the Steelers yesterday. And the, the the Titans seem to not like the prosperity of leading and, you know, leading the division and doing what they're doing. And, you know, they I think they had it going for a minute. They had some big wins. And then all of a sudden they just, you know, you the Steelers, listen, I give Mike T a lot of credit. He found a way to win and he's finding a way to win. He's grinding it out, but it ain't pretty. Like this oh, yeah. is not the best Steeler team ever, but they're still in it. They're still in the graphic, and I'm not counting them out. But Ben looks old. Claypool is—I don't know what Claypool is doing. He needs to—he needs to come back to South Bend and re-up and figure out how to conduct himself on the field. He's doing all the antics and stuff. I don't know nothing about that. He but um, at the, at, the, at the practices and you know. Yeah, it's like man, stay out of the news, man. Like that is just not what you do. Like. You got a contract to play for, man. Stay with it. And and you know the the, the Titans, you know, obviously, you know, they one win. If they win yesterday, they're at the top of the AFC. They lose, they sink to the bottom. You want to talk about a swing? They 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 sink from being able to you know have the inside track, the home field advantage throughout the playoffs to number three. And, and up goes uh, 
the Chiefs, and I believe the Pats are number two. And right. you know, you just have these, you know, you have these, you know, these these swings that uh, you know, guys just not again, again, once again, you got guys in December not stepping up, and you didn't you look at hey, Ben Roethlisberger, a guy who has stepped up in December before. Stepping up again. Now, was it pretty? He's gotten it out. Now, you watched him. I watched. I watched him yesterday. Chastise guys going back to the, you know, going back to the bench. Like, hey, you're not doing it right because whatever Ben is saying, that's probably the way that the play is supposed to unfold. Exactly. Um, and they and they they pulled out a win. They're they're still in it. Um, and you have these you have these guys you have these teams that look good and set and and in their defense, right? You got still. You still have, even though they had a hundred yard rusher yesterday, and Deontay Foreman. You you know there is no Derrick Henry, there is no, and Julio is just doing what Julio's done over the past you know two three years. He just he'll come in for one play, and then I'm taking off the rest of the game, and and so you you have and AJ Brown. But that's is not. Out. But look, in fairness though, that's not really what Julio's done because even when he used to do that, play a play, go out of play. He was still managing to get catches and accumulate statistics. Yeah, he, he he's that. not even accumulating statistics anymore. And I he's think, AJ Brown is out. So it's like that's what I'm saying. What's happened with Julio? I think I, like I, what I've been telling you, what I've been saying what's been happening with Julio, and I understand there were, there have been some stats, but Julio, me observing it being a Falcon fan all the way up till last year. Julio don't really seemingly don't really want to play football no more. I think he wants to get the paycheck, but I don't think he wants to actually play anymore. I think that I, mean, I don't right. know if it's his body. I don't know if it's the foot problems, his hamstring issues, you know, I, I'm not in his circle. But what I do know is, is that Julio, like, and I've said this, he will make a catch on second down. If we say second and 15, he make a catch. Now it's, it's third and five, a 10-yard catch. He's going out of the game. He's, ta- he he's tapping the helmet. He checks yeah. out of the game. Now, yeah. my whole thing has been, bro, if you don't want the ball again, that's fine. But stay out there So because the defense is going to play different with you just on the field. You ain't got to get the ball, but don't check out of the game. And, right. I, and, and, and I, think, I think that Julio doesn't feel a sense of uh, – I don't know if it's loyalty or a sense of accountability to, to Tennessee. And I'm not, I'm not saying he's faking anything. It just seems disinterested in competing uh, at this stage in his career. Uh, and, and so I say all that to say that um, Tannehill, you know, is dealing with, you know, uh, basically a new same thing that uh, Brady is dealing with yesterday, the second half of the game. He's dealing with injuries. You know, he's dealing with trying to get a team that you, that doesn't necessarily we got like what's that kid's name West Brian West Nook Brian or whatever his name is but you got these these receivers out there that don't necessarily they haven't seen a whole lot of reps um in in training camp with the ones you know now they're playing with the ones now they're out there uh trying to make plays against you know the Steelers that's still that's still a live dog in the Steelers and they just weren't able to pull right. it off so yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't an easy game for Tennessee to think that they could go in and get that game. But it's one that if you're trying to make a run, you got to figure out how to go get. Um, and and I think you're absolutely right um, about Julio. And I've never been one of those guys that sit at the house on my couch with with my scotch and my my cigar, talking about who's mailing it in and who's not. But I I can reasonably compare it 
to how he's played in the past. And he does look disinterested. He looks disinterested at best. Like and, and, checked and out. He's with, and, and and to your point, he's he's on a, a Super Bowl contending team. It ain't like you right. with the Falcons where we ain't got a shot. Well, you, right. This is y'all got a chance to seize control of the entire conference with right. that win. And it's just it just don't seem to just you know tickle his float his boat, you know. Right. Um, I want to talk about and I want to put these two teams together in this discussion. Um, I want to talk about the Cowboys game against the Giants, and I want to talk about the Cardinals game against uh Detroit. I do not want to talk about Detroit. And I do want not want to talk about the Giants. Interesting thing that's happening, right? I think the Cowboys are in a little bit of an offensive slump because we've, I think we've grown to see them as a uh, high flying, you know, they have all these weapons and they're not, they don't seem to be producing. Dak is a little bit off his game, although yesterday he was decent, if not great. He was, you know, above average and he played decently. Uh, same with Kyler Murray, but the difference is in this slump, Dallas is winning their games. The Cardinals are dropping games at key times during the season after sort of getting out and, and kind of rolling along, winning games without Kyler, Kyler looking like he was in an MVP conversation. Now all of a sudden it's like, huh, which one of these teams, like Dallas is looking more like the contender and the Cardinals are looking more like the pretender, but I think if you had asked that question two weeks ago, maybe the answers would be reversed. Um, yeah. I like the Cowboys. They're kind of laying in the weeds. The, you know, They get the discussion because they're the Cowboys, but people are sort of focused on other teams. The thing that the Cowboys are doing, they're taking the ball away. They're, they're making big plays on defense, and Dan Quinn has got those guys flying around. You're familiar with what Dan Quinn can do as a defensive guy and you're seeing a lot of that on the field and they got guys that are going to get the ball. I think that makes them dangerous, especially if they get it going back offensively. Yeah. Uh, and that, and that's, that's totally possible. Right. I mean, you got a guy like Kyler Murray back there. Um, there's the, it's the third loss in five games and, and, and you go, okay, well we, we've rattled off some, some, uh, some, some losing streaks here and some winning streaks. But I think the most alarming thing is that, that two of those losses have come in in, uh, in, in playoff clinching games, right, with the Rams. And obviously th this one is, is probably, for me, more telling than them all. I mean, the, the Detroit Lions obviously had won one game. Um, and you had an opportunity. This, this was a layup. You know, obviously there aren't any given Sunday, right? But you feel like a, a team that, that has played as poorly – I mean, Jared Goff was out there looking like the Jared Goff at Cal, you know. Um, right. and, and I think, and, and you look at Kyler Murray. Honestly, I just think, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making any excuses for him. I think he came back too early. I mean, he had four rushes yesterday, for and he, and for point eight yards, I believe it was four rushes, um, and that's just part of his game. And you saw him yesterday. Body language wasn't as good after some of those sacks going to the sideline. You know, and, and when that's happening, you know, them them parole braids, them parole plats don't look as good. They they start to look like you need to do something else with your hair. You know, just don't right. look don't look as, as you know before. It's kind of eccentric. It's kind of cool looking now. Looking like, hey man, you got to change change yeah. this if you yeah. want to get parole. You got to do your hair different. And I think yeah, I, 
I think that I think that so so and you know it's a little small side. I know you want to talk Detroit, but in Detroit winning that game has now moved out of the number one draft spot, and Jacksonville has now assumed control right. of the number one pick. So, so and, they can't and you get, know Detroit get right. And Detroit has played hard in a lot of games, and no I know twist. this is not. Yeah, and I know I know this is not a, you know it's not college, it's not high school. There's no uh, participation trophies. Your Parcel said you are what your record says you are, and they are one eleven or two eleven, excuse me, and and one I guess or whatever the record is, something eleven and one or one one whatever. But they, they play hard. They they've been in some games. Um, they bring it to you, and I'll be honest, that game wasn't even close. They beat the brakes off the Cardinals, and in, in from the beginning, the second quarter, the middle, the end, all elements of the game. It was that wasn't ever that wasn't ever even really a ball game. If you watched it, it was like they they brought it to them uh, yeah. in every phase. And so you give that team credit, like you said, any given Sunday in the NFL. But I think if you're fancying yourself as a team that can go all the way, that you don't you don't drop that game, even if you're not at your best. Like this is what we've seen from the Rodgers teams and the Brady teams is a a way to find out, figure out a way to get it into overtime and kick a field goal, get out of there, you know, and regroup. And that's what I'm seeing in Dallas. Like I know that in Dallas, there's a lot of, you know, we hate Dallas. People hate Dallas because they hate Dallas. And that's the only reason they hate Dallas because they always have. And so they lose a little objectivity. I'm saying this team is different because of the defense. Um, Dak may not be playing at the clip that we saw him play, but that might be better for them as a team that he's not throwing for four and 500 yards and needing to throw 50 times, getting him to play in a controlled game. They ran the ball well, uh, yesterday with both backs and even with, uh, uh, Ezekiel Elliott is, is a little banged up. They still ran him. They ran well. They got the completions when they needed to and the ball in the, in the defense got the ball back. And, um, I like that formula in December and in the playoffs. So we'll we'll keep an eye on uh on Dallas. Real quick before we get out of here, let's get some predictions. There's uh this is an odd week because four games due to COVID got moved to two. There was a typical Monday night game, then there's another Monday night game that got added, and then there's two Tuesday night games. So with that being said, let's get some predictions for what we're gonna see tonight. Uh, the tonight's game is I want to say Browns Raiders and uh, Bears Vikings. Yeah. Um, what What are you thinking, and are you taking the the, the betting line into consideration? Uh, no, I don't know what the line is on 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 the games tonight. Uh, I'm, I would imagine it moved a great deal with Nick Mullins under center. Now here's yes. here's a, maybe a little bit of an ironic stat. I mean, ironic stat is that Nick Mullins completion percentage on his career is higher than Baker Mayfield. Um, now, what I don't think over, do I think Nick Mullins is better than make, better better than Baker Mayfield? No. But what we saw yesterday and, you know, Tyrone Huntley and, you know, for one game, you know, these guys can right. be a bit of a, a bit of a live dog. Um, I still, obviously, I'm going to, I will take the healthier team. Um, you know, Jarvis Landry's out tonight. Um, so I'm taking the healthier team. But, uh, you know, I still look for it to be a close game. Um, given the, the Bears and the Vikings, you know, I'm, 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 I'm just going to take the Vikings until uh, that line can block a little bit better for, for, uh, for, uh, for Fields. And, you know, he can continue to – obviously he can get the ball downfield, right? I mean, we saw that. 
Um, and some of those plays, uh, you know, and Jakeem Grant, you could hit him seemingly on, you know, just a little small dig. And he can he could take it the distance. But um, I'm going with the Vikings in, in, in that game. Um, at least for what about for, on Tuesday's game, Seattle uh, Rams, Washington Eagles. Uh, give me, give me the Rams until, until I mean, I, I, what I saw last week against uh, the Cardinals, and then you giving them a couple extra days rest. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll take, uh, I'll take uh, uh, the the Rams at home again at SoFi against against Seattle. Uh, and then I don't, I still don't believe that Russ is all the way healthy. Same way I don't really, I really don't think that that Kyle is healthy. And and you know, not to double back, but you know, you think that. The, that knock on Kyler, right, coming out of college was, is he is he big enough to handle some of these hits right. that he's going to be taking? You know, and I think that obviously, especially because uh, they want to run him too. Um, they run, it's not like yeah, they actually the difference between him and and Russ is that Russ can stand back in the pocket, and then when he does get out and they do anything designed, he goes down. Like Kyler runs the ball when they're going and they got it going, he's running the ball a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll take the Rams and with the uh, Washington uh, Eagles. Um, oh, who you, uh, who do you like? I like the, I think I like the Eagles in that game. I don't believe that uh, Washington has their quarterback. And I think, you know, like what Washington is proving is the importance of a quarterback, you know, with all respect and all respect to Hanky. If, if that's your guy, if, I mean, you're coming into the season with, Ryan Fitzmagic as your guy, you're only going so far in the league. Right. Um, and so now you're at the your third level of that. Um, give me the Eagles for that reason. Um, nothing other than that. I think the Browns find a way defensively running the ball. Uh, and, and Nick, like you said, Nick Mullins, because he's gotten some playing time with uh, Washington. I mean, with excuse me, with San Francisco can come in and get you a win. I just, the question is how much time has he had to prepare? I think they've known he's that both uh, the starter and the backup are going to be out. Uh, Baker yeah. and, um, and the other guy be out for a while. So um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the Browns in a, in a mild upset. I'm definitely going big Vikings. The bears are a combination of decimated by COVID uh, guys with injuries and then a fractured locker room. Um, and that's not a good com uh, combination in uh, December. So I think the Bears are looking – I think you got guys on that team looking to not get hurt. Uh, Allen Robinson is uh, some very damning film of him out there going around, of uh, him not blocking for, for fields downfield on plays that fields could have broke if he had gotten a block. And there's just a lot of bad um, – body language if you will on that team so even if the bears were fully healthy i would put everything on the vikings so like, I, have, this, I have the lines i have the lines okay so okay give what's the what's the numbers okay so we got uh raiders minus two and a half uh on the road so two and a half uh so basically that's even right because the home team gets three points um wait yeah. who's at home the browns or the raiders the browns the browns, browns are at home but the raiders are favored, favored. by two and a half yeah okay um, so that's basically like five because really yeah. the three is supposed to go to cleveland the home team. cleveland right right okay okay so they so, so, the, so the odds makers really like the, the raiders okay 
Got it. So then now, and you got okay. So now you have uh, Vikings favored by six and a half, Rams favored by seven, and Eagles favored by six and a half again. Yeah. So on the Rams, I like the Rams in a uh, convincing manner. I like the Vikings in a convincing manner. I like the Browns in an upset, and I like the Eagles. So, so coming into this week, right, there were 14 playoff positions that were available. Only one got clinched, right? And there have been and there's so so essentially there's 20, I believe 28 teams still alive for the playoffs um, coming into tonight. So we will. So this the, saying that the plot is thick, you know, after was it week 15 in the NFL, we'll be putting it lightly. Um, so, but okay. So, so here's a, so here's a, if I was going to take, right. If I was going to take a, uh, a dog in this game, I would take the Seahawks just given, uh, Russell, uh, Russell Wilson at that, that six and a, that, uh, it, that seven number looks, looks good to me, uh, minus seven. So I would take, I would take the Seahawks plus seven. Um, in fact, I'll take the Seahawks. Is it six and a half seven. or is it seven? It's seven. So six and a half bears in the bears game. So Vikings minus six and a half. Eagles minus six and a half, Rams minus seven. Gotcha. Okay. I like the yeah, I'm, I'm I'm staying I'm staying right where I am uh, on that. I like the Rams uh, convincingly. I like the Vikings convincingly. I like the Eagles to. I like the Eagles to cover, but I'm not sure they're gonna get. They're gonna actually get the number, which means I'm really saying that I like Washington, but I like the Eagles. Um, so I'm going to stick with the Eagles, but it wouldn't surprise me if that game was closer. And I, like I said, I like the Browns uh, to find a way to get out of there with a win. So okay. that's where we are. So we're going to document that. We'll have the results of that on our Thursday show. Um, but listen, man, great recapping the games with you. Um, it's always fun to sort of take the things that you've been thinking in the game. And like we would normally do this on the phone. Like we just be like, what did you think of last night? But now we get to sit here and do it with the people who, uh, who check in with us and everything. Um, listen, like always, we thank you for hanging in. I always say, if you're still here at this time, God bless you. Um, in the meantime, come to our YouTube page, like subscribe, lock in for the notifications. So, you know, when we're doing things also check in on all our socials, uh, which is at stat lines matter on IG, Facebook, uh, TikTok everywhere. Um, man, listen, we're excited for this week coming up. NBA, you got the big Christmas games happening this week. If we can get guys out of protocol and you got the uh, playoffs heating up in the NFL, man. So it's a great time to be a sports fan. It's a great time to be Mark and Rob who get to watch all the sports and uh, enjoy all the sports. And uh, man, I thank you guys for tuning in. On behalf of my partner, Rob Hunter, I am Mark Stewart, and this is Stat Lines Matter.